Good morning. Today is Sunday, the 24th day of February, 2019. It's a new week, and it's time to wake up to the Word. This week's Torah portion is called, And He Assembled, from Exodus 35.1 through 38.20. The Haftarah is 1 Kings 7.40 through 50. The New Testament passage is Matthew 12.1 through 13. And we'll get started right after this. Exodus chapter 35. Moses assembled all the congregation of the children of Israel and said to them, These are the words which Yahweh has commanded that you should do them. Six days shall work be done, but on the seventh day there shall be a holy day for you, a Sabbath of solemn rest to Yahweh. Whoever does any work in it shall be put to death. You shall kindle no fire throughout your habitations on the Sabbath day. Moses spoke to all the congregation of the children of Israel, saying, This is the thing which Yahweh commanded, saying, Take from among you an offering to Yahweh. Whoever is of a willing heart, let him bring it as Yahweh's offering. Gold, silver, bronze, blue, purple, scarlet, fine linen, goat's hair, ram's skins dyed red, sea cow hides, acacia wood, oil for the light, spices for the anointing oil and for the sweet incense, onyx stones and stones to be set for the ephod and for the breastplate. Let every wise-hearted man among you come, and make all that Yahweh has commanded. The tabernacle, its outer covering, its roof, its clasps, its boards, its bars, its pillars and its sockets, the ark and its poles, the mercy seat, the veil of the screen, the table with its poles and all its vessels, and the showbread, the lampstand also for the light, with its vessels, its lamps, and the oil for the light, and the altar of incense with its poles, the anointing oil, the sweet incense, the screen at the door of the tabernacle, the altar of burnt offering with its grating of bronze, its poles and all its vessels, the basin and its base, the hangings of the court, its pillars, their sockets, and the screen for the gate of the court, the pins of the tabernacle, the pins of the court and their cords, the finely worked garments for ministering in the holy place, the holy garments for Aaron the priest, and the garments of his sons to minister in the priest's office. All the congregation of the children of Israel departed from the presence of Moses. They came, every one whose heart stirred him up, and every one whom his spirit made willing, and brought Yahweh's offering for the work of the tent of meeting and for all its service, and for the holy garments. They came, both men and women, as many as were willing-hearted, and brought brooches, earrings, signet rings, and armlets, all jewels of gold, even every man who offered an offering of gold to Yahweh. Everyone with whom was found blue, purple, scarlet, fine linen, goat's hair, ram skins dyed red, and sea cow hides, brought them. Everyone who offered an offering of silver and bronze brought Yahweh's offering. 
and everyone with whom was found acacia wood for any work of the service brought it. All the women who were wise-hearted spun with their hands and brought that which they had spun, the blue, the purple, the scarlet, and the fine linen. All the women whose heart stirred them up in wisdom spun the goat's hair. The rulers brought the onyx stones and the stones to be set for the ephod and for the breastplate, with the spice and the oil for the light, for the anointing oil and for the sweet incense. The children of Israel brought a freewill offering to Yahweh, every man and woman whose heart made them willing to bring for all the work which Yahweh had commanded to be made by Moses. Moses said to the children of Israel, Behold, Yahweh has called by name Bezalel, the son of Uri, the son of Hur, of the tribe of Judah. He has filled him with the Spirit of God, in wisdom, in understanding, in knowledge, and in all kinds of workmanship, and to make skillful works, to work in gold, and silver, and bronze, in cutting of stones for setting, and in the carving of wood, to work in all kinds of skillful workmanship." He has put his heart in that he may teach both he and Aholiab, the son of Ahisamach, of the tribe of Dan. He has filled them with wisdom of heart to work all kinds of workmanship, of the engraver, of the skillful workman, and of the embroiderer, in blue, in purple, in scarlet, and in fine linen, and of the weaver, even of those who do any workmanship, and of those who make skillful works." Exodus chapter 36. Bezalel and Aholiab shall work with every wise-hearted man in whom Yahweh has put wisdom and understanding to know how to do all the work for the service of the sanctuary according to all that Yahweh has commanded. Moses called Bezalel and Aholiab and every wise-hearted man in whose heart Yahweh had put wisdom, even everyone whose heart stirred him up to come to the work to do it. They received from Moses all the offering which the children of Israel had brought for the work of the service of the sanctuary with which to make it. They kept bringing free will offerings to him every morning. All the wise men who performed all the work of the sanctuary each came from his work which he did. They spoke to Moses, saying, The people have brought much more than enough for the service of the work which Yahweh commanded to make. Moses gave a commandment, and they caused it to be proclaimed throughout the camp, saying, Let neither man nor woman make anything else for the offering of the sanctuary. So the people were restrained from bringing, for the stuff they had was sufficient to do all the work, and too much. All the wise-hearted men among those who did the work made the tabernacle with ten curtains of fine twined linen, blue, purple, and scarlet. They made them with carabim, the work of a skillful workman. The length of each curtain was twenty-eight cubits, and the width of each curtain four cubits. All the curtains had one measure. He coupled five curtains to one another, and the other five curtains he coupled to one another. He made loops of blue on the edge of one curtain from the edge in the coupling. Likewise he made in the edge of the curtain that was outermost in the second coupling. He made fifty loops in the one curtain and he made fifty loops in the edge of the curtain that was in the second coupling. The loops were opposite to one another. He made fifty clasps of gold and coupled the curtains to one another with clasps, so the tabernacle was a unit. He made curtains of goat's hair for a covering over the tabernacle. He made them eleven curtains. 
The length of each curtain was thirty cubits, and four cubits the width of each curtain. The eleven curtains had one measure. He coupled five curtains by themselves, and six curtains by themselves. He made fifty loops on the edge of the curtain that was outermost in the coupling, and he made fifty loops on the edge of the curtain which was outermost in the second coupling. He made fifty clasps of bronze to couple the tent together that it might be a unit. He made a covering for the tent of ramskins dyed red, and a covering of sea-cow hides above. He made the boards for the tabernacle of acacia wood standing up. Ten cubits was the length of a board, and a cubit and a half the width of each board. Each board had two tenons joined to one another. He made all the boards of the tabernacle this way. He made the boards for the tabernacle, twenty boards for the south side southward. He made forty sockets of silver under the twenty boards, two sockets under one board for its two tenons, and two sockets under another board for its two tenons. For the second side of the tabernacle, on the north side, he made twenty boards and their forty sockets of silver, two sockets under one board and two sockets under another board. For the far part of the tabernacle westward he made six boards. He made two boards for the corners of the tabernacle in the far part. They were double underneath, and in the same way they were all the way to its top to one ring. He did this to both of them in the two corners. There were eight boards in their sockets of silver, sixteen sockets, under every board two sockets. He made bars of acacia wood, five for the boards of the one side of the tabernacle, and five bars for the boards of the other side of the tabernacle, and five bars for the boards of the tabernacle for the hinder part westward. He made the middle bar to pass through the middle of the boards from one end to the other. He overlaid the boards with gold and made their rings of gold as places for the bars and overlaid the bars with gold. He made the veil of blue, purple, scarlet, and fine twined linen with carabim. He made it the work of a skillful workman. He made four pillars of acacia for it, and overlaid them with gold. Their hooks were of gold. He cast four sockets of silver for them. He made a screen for the door of the tent, of blue, purple, scarlet, and fine twined linen, the work of an embroiderer, and the five pillars of it with their hooks. He overlaid their capitals and their fillets with gold, and their five sockets were of bronze. Exodus chapter 37 Bezalel made the ark of acacia wood. Its length was two and a half cubits, and its width a cubit and a half, and a cubit and a half its height. He overlaid it with pure gold, inside and outside, and made a molding of gold for it around it. He cast four rings of gold for it in its four feet two rings on its one side and two rings on its other side. He made poles of acacia wood and overlaid them with gold. He put the poles into the rings on the sides of the ark to bear the ark. He made a mercy seat of pure gold. Its length was two and a half cubits and a cubit and a half its width. He made two carabim of gold. He made them of beaten work at the two ends of the mercy seat, one carab at the one end and one carab at the other end. He made the carabim of one piece with the mercy seat at its two ends. The carabim spread out their wings above, covering the mercy seat with their wings, with their faces toward one another. The faces of the carabim were toward the mercy seat. He made the table of acacia wood. Its length was two cubits, and its width was a cubit, and its height was a cubit and a half. He overlaid it with pure gold and made a gold molding around it. 
He made a border of a hand's width around it, and made a golden molding on its border around it. He cast four rings of gold for it, and put the rings in the four corners that were on its four feet. The rings were close by the border, the places for the poles to carry the table. He made the poles of acacia wood, and overlaid them with gold to carry the table. He made the vessels which were on the table, its dishes, its spoons, its bowls, and its pitchers with which to pour out a pure gold. He made the lampstand of pure gold. He made the lampstand of beaten work. Its base, its shaft, its cups, its buds, and its flowers were of one piece with it. There were six branches going out of its sides, three branches of the lampstand out of its one side, and three branches of the lampstand out of its other side. Three cups made like almond blossoms in one branch, a bud and a flower, and three cups made like almond blossoms on the other branch, a bud and a flower. So for the six branches going out of the lampstand. In the lampstand were four cups made like almond blossoms, its buds and its flowers, and a bud under two branches of one piece with it, and a bud under two branches of one piece with it, and a bud under two branches of one piece with it, for the six branches going out of it. Their buds and their branches were of one piece with it. The whole thing was one beaten work of pure gold. He made its seven lamps and its snuffers and its snuff dishes of pure gold. He made it of a talent of pure gold with all its vessels. He made the altar of incense of acacia wood. It was square, its length was a cubit, and its width a cubit. Its height was two cubits. Its horns were of one piece with it. He overlaid it with pure gold, its top, its sides around it, and its horns. He made a gold molding around it. He made two golden rings for it under its molden crown, on its two ribs, on its two sides, for places for poles with which to carry it. He made the poles of acacia wood and overlaid them with gold. He made the holy anointing oil and the pure incense of sweet spices after the art of the perfumer. Exodus chapter 38 He made the altar of burnt offering of acacia wood. It was square, its length was five cubits, its width was five cubits, and its height was three cubits. He made its horn and its four corners. Its horns were of one piece with it, and he overlaid it with bronze. He made all the vessels of the altar, the pots, the shovels, the basins, the forks, and the firepans. He made all its vessels of bronze. He made for the altar a grating of a network of bronze, under the ledge around it beneath, reaching halfway up. He cast four rings for the four corners of bronze grating to be places for the poles. He made the poles of acacia wood and overlaid them with bronze. He put the poles into the rings and the sides of the altar with which to carry it. He made it hollow with planks. He made the basin of bronze and its base of bronze out of the mirrors of the ministering women who ministered at the door of the tent of meeting. He made the court. For the south side southward the hangings of the court were of fine twine linen, one hundred cubits. Their pillars were twenty and their sockets were twenty, of bronze. The hooks of the pillars and their fillets were of silver. For the north side one hundred cubits, their pillars twenty, and their sockets twenty, of bronze, the hooks of the pillars, and their fillets of silver. For the west side were hangings of fifty cubits, their pillars ten, and their sockets ten, the hooks of their pillars, and their fillets of silver. For the east side eastward fifty cubits, 
The hangings for the one side were fifteen cubits, their pillars three and their sockets three. And so for the other side, on this hand and that hand by the gate of the court were hangings of fifteen cubits, their pillars three and their sockets three. All the hangings around the court were of fine twined linen. The sockets for the pillars were of bronze. The hooks of the pillars and their fillets were of silver. Their capitals were overlaid with silver. All the pillars of the court had silver bands. The screen for the gate of the court was the work of the embroiderer of blue, purple, scarlet, and fine twined linen. Twenty cubits was the length, and the height along with the width was five cubits like the hangings of the court. Their pillars were four, and their sockets four, of bronze, their hooks of silver, and the overlaying of their capitals and their fillets of silver. All the pins of the tabernacle and around the court were of bronze. 1 Kings chapter 7, verse 40 Hiram made the pots, the shovels, and the basins. So Hiram finished doing all the work that he worked for King Solomon in Yahweh's house. The two pillars, the two bowls of the capitals that were on the top of the pillars, the two networks to cover the two bowls of the capitals that were on top of the pillars, the four hundred pomegranates for the two networks, two rows of pomegranates for each network to cover the two bowls of the capitals that were on the pillars, the ten bases, the ten basins on the bases, the one sea, the twelve oxen under the sea, the pots, the shovels, and the basins, even all these vessels which Hiram made for King Solomon in Yahweh's house, were of burnished bronze. The king cast them in the plain of the Jordan, in the clay ground between Sukkot and Zarathon. Solomon left all the vessels unweighed because there were so many of them. The weight of the bronze could not be determined. Solomon made all the vessels that were in Yahweh's house, the golden altar and the table that the showbread was on, of gold, and the lampstands, five on the right side and five on the left, before the inner sanctuary, of pure gold, and the flowers, the lamps, and the tongs of gold. The cups, the snuffers, the basins, the spoons, and the firepans of pure gold, and the hinges, both for the doors of the inner house, the most holy place, and for the doors of the house of the temple, of gold. Matthew chapter 12 At that time Jesus went on the Sabbath day through the grain fields. His disciples were hungry and began to pluck heads of grain to eat. But the Pharisees, when they saw it, said to him, Behold, your disciples do what is not lawful to do on the Sabbath. But he said to them, Haven't you read what David did when he was hungry, and those who were with him? How he entered into God's house and ate the showbread, which was not lawful for him to eat, nor for those who were with him, but only for the priests? Or have you not read in the law that on the Sabbath day the priests in the temple profane the Sabbath and are guiltless? But I tell you that one greater than the temple is here. But if you had known what it means, I desire mercy and not sacrifice, you wouldn't have condemned the guiltless. For the Son of Man is Lord of the Sabbath. He departed from there and went into their synagogue. And behold, there was a man with a withered hand. They asked him, Is it lawful to heal on the Sabbath day? So that they might accuse him. He said to them, What man is there among you who has one sheep, and if this one falls into a pit on the Sabbath day, 
won't he grab onto it and lift it out? Of how much more value, then, is a man than a sheep? Therefore it is lawful to do good on the Sabbath day. Then he told the man, Stretch out your hand. He stretched it out, and it was restored whole, just like the other. This is Sage Lossley. I hope you enjoy listening to Wake Up to the Word as much as I enjoy recording and producing it. If you do, please let me know by visiting my webpage at wakeuptotheword.com. I'm putting some things up there that might just help you to wake up to the Word. Get it? (laughs) Thanks a lot, and don't forget to listen next time.